You're listening to All About Agriculture with Rory Lewandowski, presented by OSU Extension in Wayne County, Ohio. And back here on Worcester Radio for today's behind-the-scenes interview segment with our good friend Rory Lewandowski from the OSU Extension office here in Wayne County, talking as always about agriculture. On our last program, Rory, we discussed some feed management practices that could potentially help the bottom line for dairy farmers Today, we're going to continue with the feed theme and discuss TMR audits. So first off, why is a TMR audit important, and specifically, what does it involve? Sure. Well, a total mixed ration, or TMR, is used to deliver a complete feed ration that's uh, formulated to meet specific nutrient requirements to a target animal or typically a, a group of animals. The goal in that ration is to provide a ration that's consistent from bite to bite. So in many dairy farms, that specific ingredients that are used and the amounts of those ingredients included in a TMR ration is actually formulated by a nutritionist uh, who's working with the farm. But the actual mixing of those ingredients and then the delivery uh, to the cows is done by someone that's uh, on the farm. So either, you know, a farm employee, someone from the family, but somebody actually involved on the farm operation. Ideally, then, that ration formulated on paper or computer by the nutritionist is identical to what's delivered to the cows and to what those cows consume. However, uh, that may not always be the case. So a TMR audit, it reviews and examines the steps that are involved in, in gathering those ingredients, preparing, mixing, and delivering that formulated ration, and then determines if any changes or improvements are needed. Well, Rory, where do we begin with a TMR audit? What are some of the first things, I guess, that are reviewed in that? Yeah. Well, we look at some of those major ingredients. So uh, corn silage, it's a major component in many dairy rations. So examining silage management is a good place to start. Now, silage management involves how silage is removed from the silo or the, or the bunker, uh, how silage quality is, is assessed, and then how that silage is actually mixed before going into the, the TMR. So in the case of a bunker silo, a key issue is actually uh, silage face management. Silage avalanches, slips, and falls are all hazards and risk of bunker silos. So safety procedures should be in place and practice regarding plastic removal and then the daily defacing uh, of that silage to get what we're going to use for the mixer. The goal is to minimize silage exposure to air and precipitation and to deface no more silage than will actually be used in one day's worth of feeding. Rory, specifically, what are the procedures or the process, I guess, that, that should be followed regarding corn silage use in the TMR? Well, we talked about defacing, and that, that defacing, again, re involves removing silage from the top to the bottom of the face. So ideally, uh, that leaves you with a, a smooth face, uh, it should be without any kind of, you know, big gouges or cracks. Anytime we see that type of silage face, so that would be if we walked up to silage face and we saw something with gouges or cracks or unevenness, um, that would be a flag because uh, that does allow air then to penetrate into the silage mass and we start getting spoilage. So, we, again, we, want to, we have to remember that air is the enemy of silage quality. Uh, we also need to recognize that there is a potential for significant variation in silage quality from the bottom to the top of the bunker pile because that really represents, when you think about how that silage was laid in there, from the bottom to top represents everything from the start to the finish of that, that bunker pile, so that, that entire uh, harvest time frame. 
So therefore, the recommendation is to deface the bunker pile and then mix the removed silage before adding it to the mixer wagon. We want to try to add a consistent uh, product to that mixer wagon. So from a safety perspective then, we always have to think of, keep this in mind with a, a bunker silage. That mixing should take place away from the silage face uh, and the rule of thumb is at a distance of at least three times uh, the face height. Rory Lewandowski joining us today from the USU Extension Office talking about TMR audits. And Rory, you mentioned silage quality as part of the audit process. Are there some visible indicators or is this more of a, a laboratory analysis? Yeah, well, the ration formulation that determines how much silage is added to that mixer wagon is typically based on a lab analysis. Uh, additionally, anytime there's a change from an old crop uh, to a new crop, there should be another quality analysis done by the lab to see if there are any differences. Now on a day-to-day -day basis though, the person who is responsible for removing the silage and adding it to the mixer wagon should be making a visible assessment of silage quality by checking for spoilage. That's going to be our, our key indicator here. Well-fermented silage will not have any visible spoilage. Heating is another quality indicator. If that silage surface uh, is heating up during feed out and then we see heating that's occurring while it's in the feed bunk, uh, that indicates that spoilage is causing some palatability issues and uh, so that would be another flag. Now there's a potential for changes in corn silage moisture content obviously uh, due to harvest con conditions. Uh, maybe again we started out right where we should be and it dried out as we were harvesting or uh, things change. Uh, but also then, as we're feeding out and, and that silage is exposed, we get precipitation events, rain or snow. So regular monitoring of moisture content uh, can allow for adjustments to be made as silage is added to the mixer wagon to keep that ration nutrient level consistent. Rory, you've mentioned the mixer wagon several times. Is it obviously a, a key component in producing a consistent mixed ration? You've mentioned it, so obviously it is. How does it fit into a TMR audit, though? Yeah, well, Ron, uh, again, you're correct. It's a, it's a piece of equipment that obviously needs to be in good working order. So a TMR audit then uh, will look at that examination of the mixer wagon. So we're going to look at, at augers and blades. So clean augers and blades, uh, they should be cleaned daily to prevent any kind of feed buildups. Uh, if feed builds up, again, that's an opportunity for spoilage uh, for those parts, again, not working as, as effectively when we get into the mixing. So they should be, again, cleaned daily to prevent feed buildup. Build uh, we want to check for any loose blades. Uh, we want to check for oil leaks. Uh, tire pressure should be maintained. Uh, even if tire pressure is maintained, you can get unevenness. Uh, that can uh, affect how the, the wagon is uh, mixing. On a regular basis, and uh, the suggestion typically is at least quarterly, uh, you want to assess your wear on augers, your auger kicker plates, uh, your belts and knives. Worn auger kicker plates uh, don't mix uniformly and dull blades uh, won't cut and process hay properly. So again, we're trying to provide a very consistent ration that's the same from bite to bite, so we, we have to have things working. Um, so if, again, if those blades aren't cutting and processing properly, that's going to lead to sorting when that ration is delivered to the feed bunk. Uh, and don't forget to look at where the mixing is taking place. Uh, there was an article in October 2018 of the Progressive Dairyman. Uh, it talked about uh, that mixing on uneven surfaces can cause heavier ingredients in the ration to settle to the bottom. So take a look even at that place where you're running your mixer. So be aware that overfilling the mixer also can prevent proper mixing of the ration ingredients. So a number of, of things here that need to be checked out. 
Rory, at the beginning of today's program, you mentioned one of the goals for using a TMR was to deliver a ration consistent from bite to bite. After mixing the ration ingredients, is there then a way to evaluate the feed mix delivered to the feed bunk? Is this just, I guess, visually examining it, or is there other ways or maybe a, a tool that can help you out? Right. Again, uh, this is an important question uh, because improperly mixed rations uh, allow those cows to more easily sort the feed. Uh, sorting means then there's going to be difference between bites. Uh, it's going to mean that when other cows come up to eat that ration, it's different than what maybe those first cows uh, ate. So certainly visual examination, it's, it's a part of this audit step. Uh, but most often a visual inspection is only going to see large mixing inconsistencies in a ration or maybe the evidence of some sorting. Uh, so we want to maybe even pick out things before that. So there actually is a useful tool. Uh, it was designed at Penn State University, and it's known as the Penn State Shaker Box or a 4-H Particle Separator. Uh, it's a relatively inexpensive tool, around 200 bucks. Uh, so again, for that type of uh, money, it can provide you a lot of valuable information that can return uh, much more than, than the cost of this tool. Uh, it's really it's just a series of three boxes with holes or sieves in them. Uh, the largest sieve is on top, the smallest diameter sieve is on the bottom. You put the ration in, a sample of that TMR ration, uh, you shake it. Uh, the TMR is then, you know, runs through the sieves and you get a sorting by particle length as it passes through those sieves. Rory, is, is there some kind of a standard as to what percentage of the ration should pass through each of the sieves? And, and you know, how is that information then used to evaluate or maybe adjust the mixing of the ration moving forward. Yeah. Well, again, according to an October 2018 Progressive Dairyman article, for high-producing dairy herds, uh, that top sieve, uh, which will retain your largest particle size, should collect no more than about 8% of the ration material. Uh, that middle sieve should contain about 30 to 50% of the ration material, and then 40% or less should be left in the bottom. Now, if there's too much in that top sieve, that indicates a need to mix longer, uh, or possibly not breaking up uh, those pieces enough. Che again, check your knives. Um, if there's not enough material in the top, uh, then you're going to have to add maybe some chopped hay or even straw to get the ration to adequate length. So that shaker box really can be used to help evaluate sorting, uh, also using feed bunk refusals. Uh, if there's a lot of ration material in the top and the middle boxes with very little in the bottom, that would indicate that there's quite a bit of sorting taking place. If all the boxes have similar amounts, uh, then less sorting is taking place, and you've probably done a pretty good job uh, with your ration mixing. Well, Rory, as we wrap things up for this morning, where can somebody get more information about what we talked about today? Sure. Well, give me a call at the Wayne County Extension Office at 330-264-8722. Uh, I'd be glad to provide you with more information about TMR audits. Uh, and information about the use of that Penn State uh, particle length shaker box. Once again, uh, you've been listening to Behind the Scenes here on Worcester Radio, Rory Levandusky, our guest in studio from the OSU Extension Office talking about TMR audits. Rory, as always, thanks again for the time. Appreciate you stopping in. You're welcome, Ron. Enjoyed it.